Hola, this is Maria Plata, and I am here to tell you all about the random things I learn every day. I am a mom, a wife, a teacher, a highly sensitive person, and just a creative soul who wants to share my day-to-day learning with you. So make sure you subscribe to the podcast, and let's get talking. Hello, and welcome to the Plata Life Podcast, Season 4, Episode 8. Oh boy. So in today's episode, I am going to sort of talk about our life lately. Well, not really, I guess kind of, but mostly about how highly sensitive people have this very rich and complex inner life. And I wish it's something that I could put into words so I could really capture the essence of what I mean by all this but it's been one of the biggest struggles of my life. So just bear with me as I sort of explain what happens with this voice inside my head and kind of how it helps me figure out what it is that I love, don't love, what I need to do or not do, and how it's sort of just been this weird thing about me my whole life until I met and started hanging out with more HSPs and we realized that we all have this little voice and it kind of tells us all about our inner world. Um, So I get a little weird. I don't, I mean, which episode doesn't get a little weird, right? Um, I am really enjoying doing these episodes so far this year. This is the eighth one of the season. I will continue through the rest of the year. So if you know of any highly sensitive people, which I'm sure you do because we're 20% of the population, so you're bound to know a few, um, or you know parents who have kids who are highly sensitive, please, please, please share these episodes with them. I'm just trying to get the word out for how to navigate this world as a highly sensitive person. So the more information that gets in more hands, the better it will be for everybody. So with all of that being said, um, we are, well, today is actually Tuesday when I'm recording this, not on a Monday. Um, you're listening to this on Wednesday or Thursday or whatever day, but today is February 22nd, 2022. And it is, um, I've been watching online a bunch of people calling it Tuesday because it's lands on a Tuesday. So they're calling it TWO, like two, the number two stay for, um, I saw a bunch of like teaching activities and I just thought it was so clever, like how cool it's on a Tuesday. So I've, I don't know. I just thought it was really cool. And my family thinks I'm really weird. And they're like, okay, we get it. Do, do, do. Like, um, great. Um, so I don't know. It feels kind of fun. Like today just feels a little bit more fun and kind of like it is a special, cool day. And how awesome that everything has twos. And my son is turning two this week. <laughs> like, how awesome is that? Um, it would have been, I guess, even more cool if he was born on the 22nd, Um, but he wasn't. So we're still celebrating him turning two this week, which led me to this episode because I was debating what to talk about this week. And I have been on reflection mode all week and for the past few days. And what that means is that I have this very, um, how do I word it? (laughs) It's like a one of the things on the self-test, if you're not familiar with a highly sensitive person self-test is you're supposed to check off all the things that ring true to you. And one of them is like, I have a rich, complex inner life. And I've never heard it worded like that until I saw the self-test. And I was like, I do have a rich, complex inner life. And so 
ever since taking that test, I, you know, obviously learned I'm a highly sensitive person, which is why we're here. And also I just kind of accepted this part of myself that I, I do have this part of my life that I guess not everybody has. And growing up, I always thought I had this. But one of the ways that it comes out a lot is it has to do a lot with how I kind of process everything. And I was like, well, what does it really mean to be, to have an inner life that is rich and complex? And so I, being the person that I am, because I have to Google everything, I think like the majority of people these days, but I was like, what does a rich, complex life, inner life mean? And so this is what Google came out with, you know, having a rich inner life means being in touch with your fundamental self and the vast terrain of your hopes and dreams, thoughts, emotions, instincts, and intuition. It is a private space for imagination and reflection, which nourishes your creative spirit and the sense of well-being. And I'm like, holy crap, I do this. I have this kind of inner thing that I do all the time where I'm constantly reflecting, I'm imagining, I'm kind of thinking about my thoughts, I'm reflecting on my emotions, I have all these hopes and dreams and they all kind of live in this place inside of me and I've never really known that other people didn't have this but I also never heard anybody else talking about it so I just assumed everybody just knew what it was. Until I learned I was a highly sensitive person and I'm like, oh, I guess not everybody does this and we're not really talking about it. Um, So this is me talking about that. So the story of how this sort of shows up for me in my life is when my kids have a birthday and granted, you know, my youngest is only having a second birthday so far, but my oldest is seven and it's a highly sensitive, creative parent. um, I kind of go into this very deep reflective mode where I just really think about my emotions behind their lives and the meaning behind them and my own reflection and intuition when it comes to motherhood. And it gets very intense in a way where um, if I don't accept that part of myself, it gets kind of like anxious and it gets very jittery and I have to like do a lot of things. And so I've learned in the past few years, especially since learning I'm an HSP, that I really have to be in touch with this part of myself and that it kind of goes and flows with the life that happens around me. And one of the times where it really gets very deep is, you know, when we have certain like life milestones, like birthdays or any kind of celebration or any kind of transitional period where we're documenting the end of one thing and the beginning of the next. And so naturally, when my kids have their birthdays, this brings up a lot of that for me. So, man, it's it's been interesting the last few days and it will continue to be interesting for the next few days. But I just, it just really brings out this need to not to give meaning to things, but to just sort of identify the meaning of what it means now, because I know it's going to evolve and change. And so what does it mean for my family, for myself, for my children that, you know, our youngest is turning two. And I've been reflecting on that. We've been watching videos from when he was a baby, you know, if it's all like pandemic stuff, because he was born a few weeks before the shutdown. And it's kind of (laughs) the reflection of also this podcast, because I was, I started at the very beginning when I was like 
really super pregnant. You can hear it in the first few episodes of this podcast in season one when I'm like running out of breath because I was so pregnant I could barely breathe. (laughs) And so it's kind of tied into like it's his birthday and also this huge like milestone of this pandemic and the length that we've been in it and this podcast has allowed me to channel a lot of this inner life that I have inside of my head. And so it's really cool to kind of see that come together. Um, One of the things I do love to do, and I'm so, so glad I did this um, when they were born was I wrote out their birth stories, like as soon as I had the capacity to do it. Because giving birth has been one of the most like transformational experiences of my life. And both times were very different. And you can go on my um, blog and I put the links on there for this um, for this episode on their birth stories. Because, I mean, it's really long. And if you don't like reading birth stories, it's kind of just lame, I guess. But to me, it's really meaningful because I was able to really document this transitional period of my adult life, which was becoming a mother and what that meant for me. And so every year on their birthdays, I go back and I reread that and I kind of relive that space of, oh my gosh, like my body did that. And now we have this human being and what have the past two years been like? And so I kind of just go back and connect with that past version of myself and that past version of my child. It sounds so weird. I know, but it really is. I don't mean it to sound dramatic or over the top, but it is so meaningful to me. And I, it just, that's just how my inner world is. Everything has meaning. Like I could be walking down the street and find this rock that's shaped like something. It somehow it makes a connection. I'm like, oh, there's meaning here. It means, and I go, you know, not usually out loud because it gets really annoying when I do this, but I have like constant thoughts about meaning and the significance of things. And it just, that's just the way I've always been. I remember being little and just doing that with everything. So as you can tell, um, there's a lot that goes into it, but I think about these kind of milestones and the growth that it signifies, not only for my child, because it is about them, obviously it's their birthday, but it's really about my growth as a mother as well. And in the ways that I have learned how to become a better person, how I have been more self-aware of the things I need to change in order to become a better mother um, or a better person in general, you know, how we have nurtured our relationship with our kids and kind of what that signifies for us. And so this really rich, you know, inner life has a lot of, um, I don't want to say tension because that's not the right word. It has a lot of power behind it. And so how do I handle all of the emotions that come up with that? Well, you know, I've learned that this is where creativity has been magical for me. So when I transfer, transfer, transform all of these thoughts and feelings into written word, you know, through blogging or through writing, you know, their birth stories or writing in journals or writing someone a letter or whatever it is, it really helps me to just put all of this out there because I've learned that when I don't give this part of myself a voice in some way, it kind of gets really, um, not angry, but kind of annoyed with me. And it's like bursting at the seams and just wants to get out and share what I'm thinking, you know, this part of myself. And if I don't do it, then it kind of feels like I'm dismissing it and it, it doesn't like that. Not at all. So, 
I've learned to kind of focus this energy that I feel during these times into creative projects. So, you know, obviously writing, um, some painting, what happened, and I didn't know this about myself back then because I didn't know I was a highly sensitive person, but what happened with my oldest was I started throwing birthday parties for him and I would go all in, like 100%, make all the decorations, make t-shirts for everyone, like just like this insane amount of like thought and effort that went into creating these parties and people would be like, wow, you're really going over the top. I'm like, yeah, but you don't understand that it's coming from this place of me channeling all of this richness that comes from within. And so I didn't really know how to identify that. And it it did look a little like over the top. You're like, do you really need to do all that? So obviously I've mellowed out a lot. Um, it's not like I'm that crazy parent who needs to have the perfect birthday party. Although it did feel like that at the beginning because I didn't understand myself, but now I understand it's so much more than that. It's really giving this rich complex inner life a place to be safe and a place to be able to come out and kind of channel all of that into creative projects. So um, that's kind of the lesson, you know, there, there are so many, so many layers. And a lot of times it's like an iceberg. Most people only really see the tip of it. They only see the, oh my gosh, she's going crazy Pinterest mom. And she's making all these things from scratch. Granted, I will stop baking cupcakes. I've learned a few years ago that I'm just not a good baker. So I just don't need to go there. Um, that is not a good place for me to channel this creative energy. Um, but it really has been more of understanding that it's never with HSPs, it's never really what's at the tip of the iceberg. It's all the layers underneath it. And knowing that about myself and understanding that and just seeing it as a treasure, it's not really something to be changed because it's part of my innate trait. If you're a highly sensitive person, you probably most likely do have a very rich, complex inner life. And you have this part of yourself that wants to do all these things with your fundamental self or, you know, whatever that means to you, but it's nothing to be changed or to be looked down on. It's just something that you need to learn how to channel, right? So the bigger meaning, the bigger meaning behind having all the meaning (laughs) is really just accepting that, you know, and figuring out what works for me and kind of silencing society and getting back in touch with this part of myself that does things because I need to do them for myself and not because it's an expectation. Um, we are celebrating my second my second child's second birthday this weekend, and it's just going to be the grandparents and us, you know? COVID times calls for different COVID measures, and so it's very different than when my older one turned two, and I'm understanding that, like, it's okay that I have all this energy of reflection and things. I just need to channel it in a different way. And I'm not going to get the chance to really create these amazing birthday parties or whatever, nor do I have the desire to do that anymore because I've learned that I have better ways of coping with it. Right. I, I can understand that about myself now because I'm so much more in plus he's my second one. So I've learned what I really, what really helps and what doesn't. Right. So yes, the deeper meaning behind all this is really accepting and loving this part of myself. And for you as a highly sensitive person, you know how your rich, complex inner life, how that plays out for you, it will be very different than mine because we're all different human beings with different experiences and 
yours might look very different than this and that's okay. You have to kind of decide and reframe that like I'm too much and people won't accept me feeling and just be like, not, I mean, don't say this, but I mean, you could F other people and just do what feels good to you to process the world around you in a deep and meaningful way, because that's just part of who you are, however that means for you. So how do you turn this trait into a superpower, knowing that you do have a rich, complex inner life? Well, like I mentioned, you just really accept that this is part of who you are, you know, figuring it out and finding a space to be able to let that voice come out in order to give it attention. You know, maybe you just really love painting and that's the best way for you to get all this out. Maybe you love writing music. Maybe you just like watching music videos. I don't know. That gets like your inner voice some time. It's kind of like a toddler, you know, like when you're trying to ignore the toddler and they're like, no, you will pay attention to me right now because I need your attention. That's kind of what this voice does. Um, You have this you have this need to just kind of express it, right? So figuring out that, figuring that out first will be super important that you have to just kind of, what are the things like we mentioned in the last episode, the things that you really love to do or the things that really bring you a lot of joy and kind of tying the two together. Because when you are having these deep, intense thoughts about your own life and the world around you, you're going to need a be able to like get them out of you so you don't get too full of them. You know, your bucket gets full and you kind of need to tip it over. And if you don't do it in a constructive and loving way, it could come out as anxiety or some other non-helpful ways, right? And also after you figure that out, kind of what works for you, kind of taking stock of those life milestones that might bring this out of you a little bit more. So looking at your calendar and kind of saying, oh, around this time is my child's birthday. I might have these big feelings come up and I might be needing to process a little bit more around his birthday and kind of checking in with yourself to make sure that you're not putting too much on your schedule. So when you do all of those things and you know, you kind of go into your little cave as I like to visualize myself going into this little cave, kind of like when I was giving birth, I I went into my little like inner cave and just kind of hung out there until I was ready to come back out with a new baby or whatever. You know, you kind of go in there and do your thing and let this inner voice guide you to do whatever it is that it needs to do. And then you come out as kind of this like newer version of yourself. And you learn, you know, what worked, what didn't work, and you kind of keep going about your day. When you were able to get to that kind of place where you're so self-aware, not like too self-aware where you're questioning yourself, but like just really deeply self-aware of what your inner life needs and means to you, man, that is some powerful stuff. You will feel so full of yourself. (laughs) I don't know how to word this. This is where I'm like, I was thinking about recording this episode and I'm like, how am I going to work it? You're going to feel so full of the things that really matter to you in your deep, rich inner life that it's just going to feel so easy and natural. And like you're going with the flow as opposed to like going uphill, you know, like you're not fighting against the river stream anymore. You're kind of just floating and things come easily and things happen almost like by magic and you just have this deep sense of trust in the process. You have this deep sense of knowing 
who you are as a highly sensitive person that you just know things are going to work out in a specific way, whether, you know, you help it or not, it's just going to happen. It's just part of life. So really sitting in that place and understanding that you do have this very, you know, rich and complex inner life where your emotions and intuition and dreams and hopes and thoughts and it it all kind of rumples together and comes out in this very unique way like that's just part of you and it is a lovely part of yourself as a highly sensitive person you just oh there's such a treasure in that so that's how you turn it into a superpower you let it do its thing without repressing it without being judgmental about it without feeling guilty about needing extra time to watch videos of the birth or whatever it is you need to do or whatever milestone you're going through. You just give it attention and love and space and it'll lead you to some incredible things. I I think on those times where I just think where I follow that voice or I knew deep in my heart that like, you know, we call it intuition or whatever and it just leads you to the most amazing places. So with all of that being said, I am so excited for the next few episodes or actually for the rest of the year. We had our last HSP meeting last Saturday and I got so pumped to do this episode because I'm watching these highly sensitive women who I've known a lot of them for years and I've seen their growth and I've seen them kind of take this sensitivity, this trait, and really just nurture it in such a deep way. And I'm just watching them blossom into these like little HSP butterflies. It's just so incredible to witness. And I'm just so humbled to be able to have that experience and to experience that along with other, you know, badass women who are out here doing hard things and changing the world, you know, one family at a time or one classroom at a time, or whatever you want to say, you know, one mom circle at a time, I don't know, whatever. Um, So I was just like really deeply inspired by that. So if you are a highly sensitive person, and you have no idea what I'm talking about with this, like, oh my gosh, there are others out there like me. Yes, we are out here. And I am voicing our need to come as community, you know, for all of us. But if you want to build some of that, or you're looking for a place, or you're just not sure what to do next, um, you can head over to my website, mariaplata.com. I have obviously this podcast that you're listening to right now. I do um, some weekly blogging, usually two to three times a week, where I write about highly sensitive things. Um, and then I also have some free resources that you can find on that website. Um, I'm doing these, you know, obviously weekly episodes with some coloring sheets that you can use as a reminder. And you can always, 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 you know, contact me through my website and I will, you know, try to lead you in the right direction if you're looking for some resources or support. Um, also just to add on there, I am not a therapist. This is a disclaimer. I am just a highly sensitive, creative mom living the day-to-day life, sharing my experiences and my journey. I cannot give any kind of medical or, you know, psychological, I guess, advice. Um, the, you will probably need to find a therapist for that, but I am here to try to guide you in the right direction if I can. So (laughs) with that disclaimer, I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. Thank you so much for being here. Um, Pay attention to that rich, 
complex inner life of yours, you know, write things down, take pictures, videos, whatever it is that you need to do to just get it out of you and watch the world around you change little by little. So thank you so much for being here. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I will talk to you next time. Adios. Hasta luego. you for listening to the Plata Life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe to the podcast, leave a review, or just share it with a friend. I would greatly appreciate it. Bye!